Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com. Welcome back to Popolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify or Apple Music, Google Play. Type in Popolitik and listen to our interviews for the past 11 years. 1212, I'm in the place to be with uh, pro wrestler Danny Limelight. How you doing, bro? What up, baby? How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt. I see you. You got like five, six belts, man. Talk about all them belts you got. Uh, <laughs> you a belt collector now? I'm down to two now. I was collecting them, you know, but uh, I, uh, I came up short a few times this past couple weeks. Nah, nah, I got just two around my way. You feel me? So which ones you got now? I got the uh, Baja Stars Cruiserweight Championship, which I am the inaugural Cruiserweight Champion in Baja Stars. I won that belt in August of last year. So that, I'm that, I've been that champion now going on 301 days today that I've been champ as Bond Stars Cruiserweight Champion. And then I am the Fist Combat Heavyweight Champion. And I've been uh, the Fist Combat Heavyweight Champion since December 20th. And that's uh, going on 177 days now champ there. All right. And then how long did you have the belt? What was the belt you just, you said you you just lost? What belt was that? I, I was the uh, Gold Coast Federation SoCal Champion, the inaugural Gold Coast Federation SoCal Champion. And I was champion for 280 days before I lost it. <laughs> my, my, my boy was asking me a question because he's a wrestling fan too. So he was saying like, I guess, like far as like indie promotions, like how do you end up, who, how do they end up saying like who's going to, have the belt and stuff like that. Is it kind of just the same as the like the big wrestling federations? Yeah, I would say it's the same as you know the big federations. You know, it's based off who's the most over guy, who's, who's the draw, who's this, who's that, who's the better wrestler. Obviously, you want to compete, you want to win, you want to be champion. The goal is always to be on top. The goal is to always be champion. Nobody just wants to get there and do the bare minimum. You feel me? So. These companies, I was actually at the first ever Baja Star show three years ago, mm. and uh, I've been with them since day one, you know, and, and finally had an opportunity, they, they brought a new championship into the picture that was for my weight division, the Cruiserweight, and it was a fatal four-way match with me, Matt Vandegrift, Rocket Boy Wilson, and Adrian Quest, who's also on fire right now, and we had a fatal four-way for the championship, and I walked out the winner. And you know, I've been holding it down, you know. And me as a champion, see what I do differently than a lot of these other guys. Is if I'm a champion at a company, no matter what show I go to, I'm representing the company as a champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm defending the championship at other companies. I'm bringing the companies across the states. I'm bringing the, the championship. I'm, you know, the company on my back to Mexico, all these places I wrestle at, and, and I, I'm the flag bearer for whatever company I'm a champion at. And that's what I do, man. I bring the belt there. I defend it against whoever that company has, and, and go from there. Yeah, and I want to talk about your background a little bit because I saw you. They say you're from Brooklyn, and then you was in the Marines. I was in the Marines too, so simplify. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, man, I'm, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. 
found secondly Havemeyer in Williamsburg by the J train. I left when I was 17 years old. I joined the Marine Corps. I've been in the Marine Corps 10 years almost. It'll be 10 years in October, but uh, I'm getting out right now. Mm -hmm. In the next couple weeks, I'll be out. By, by, by. I'm ready to go on and do you know, this wrestling stuff and this acting stuff that I've been doing full time, you know. Because aside from wrestling, I do acting and I do my own stunts. So, trying to pursue that 100%, get that 100% of my attention. And you know, the Marine Corps set me up on a path where it brought me to, you know, California to put me in the right place. You know, I had, I had money in my pocket because of the military, and I was able to, you know, put myself in a position where I am now, where I can get out and, and be able to chase and pursue all these other things that I want. So, that, that, that's pretty much it, man. You know, I've been wrestling. I started wrestling in 2014, and the rest is history, bro. Yeah, where are you stationed at right now? Because I'm actually in the Oceanside, right by the back gate. Really? I'm stationed in I'm Pelican. Okay, yeah, I'm right by the back gate, by uh, Popeye's and shit. <laughs> oh, I used to live over there. Matter of fact, I got a condo in that area. Yeah, I got a condo over here. That's where I'm living right now. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm surprised I don't even know you. That's for real, for real. I got, a, I got a condo in Riverview, right off Riverview Way by the College Junior. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know where that's at. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I just uh, I bought that condo earlier this year, and I got a tenant living in there. So I got a tenant living there, and I just bought another house right now up in Palmdale, which I'm coming from right now. It's actually up here looking at the house. What's so. up? So talk about so how so how long you how long you been in pro wrestling, and what got you like what made you want to be a wrestler? So I started wrestling in 2014. Um, I went to a wrestling show, a WWE show, WWE at the Valley View Casino in San Diego. Mm -hmm. I went there like my day, I think with my girl, my, well, my wife at the time, my ex-wife. And uh, we went to go watch wrestling. I ran into a Marine buddy of mine who was actually Q Diz's partner. You know, I know you said you talked to Q Diz recently, uh, Joe Gamble. He uh, he was one of my Marines. He was wrestling. He came up to get a show and he said, you know, Hey, Sergeant, how you doing? I didn't know you was a wrestler. Uh, it's a wrestling, a wrestling fan, I should say. And uh, we talked a little bit. He told me he was trained to be a pro wrestler. And to me, that just sounded funny, you know, because as dudes growing up, you know, in the 90s and stuff, everybody wanted to be a wrestler, you know? Everybody wanted to be The Rock. Everybody wanted to be so Cold Steve Austin or, you know, part of the act. I used to go around talking about these stuck in the street, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, so when somebody told me that they were trying to train to be a wrestler, I thought it was funny. It was like one of those dreams that you don't really know how to do. You know, how do you become a pro wrestler? At the time, I didn't know what independent wrestling was. And it's similar to acting. It's like, oh, I want to be an actor, but I don't know how to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get in? And so he told me he was training at this school, which, you know, I'm not going to talk about this place because I'm a, I'm a little affiliated with them and I have a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, beef and trauma because of that place. Wow. Um, I, I refuse to mention them out of, you know, be professional and not let my personal feelings towards the place come into play. So I started training at the company in 2014. I uh, had my, in August of 2014, actually, it was the week before SummerSlam. I started training to be a wrestler. And in October, I made my debut in professional wrestling uh, at, the, at the Rumble. It was a Rumble. And then two months after that, I had my first actual match. And... I've been wrestling since then. I uh, that first year was kind of rocky for me getting my feet in the door, understanding the way the business works. Um, it wasn't until my almost almost uh, almost a year in the business where I actually started making my debut at other companies. So now I'm wrestling and I have other companies hitting me up and trying to trying to book me for their shows. So I would say summer of 2015 is when 
my period, I started getting some heat behind me, you know, like some uh, some buzz, like in SoCal, I like, you know, Rookie of the Year contender, me and Douglas James were the two hottest rookies in 2015. And it was, you know, who's, who's going to be the Rookie of the Year, Douglas James or Danny Limelight? And me and him were wrestling all over the place, we're traveling all over the place. And then in November of 2015, I made my debut for national television at Championship Wrestling in Hollywood. And I started wrestling on TV as a tag team, you know, as part of those Primo Rivera, the Puerto Rican cousins. And then in February of 2016, I won my first championship at FDW, the XRP Championship, which was a fatal four-way ladder on table by the chairs that was me, it was Douglas James, it was Sway Thompson, and Eli Everflot. And uh, for those of you that know independent wrestling, you know that those three days, you know, all three of those guys are you know, great wrestlers. saying like um, if people haven't seen you wrestle yet like how would you describe like even your name like tell them about why you go by Danny Limelight then just talk about what kind of uh, wrestler you are so I go by Danny Limelight the, radio, uh, the radioactive Danny Limelight so you know originally when I first came to the business Danny Limelight was a cocky little arrogant kid you know who had a big mouth and most of his offense was based off of being 
Kiki or, or conniving and, and a little bit, a little bit of high flying in there. And now, you know, over the years, I've evolved. You know, I, I was bit by this radioactive spider, and now my offense is based off of technicality, striking ability. You know, outwitting, outsmarting my opponent, being one step, two steps ahead of my opponent, using that to, to beat them. You know, striking power, speed, agility, and I still fly when I need to fly. And that's just giving me an advantage over my opponents where I'm able to now, you know, outwit them, outthink them, outmaneuver them because they're, they're just, they're not radioactive. They don't have that extra ability that I have. Mm. So a lot of people say it's like, like superhuman, but really it's just radioactive geniality. You feel me? Mm. And so I incorporate a lot, you know, like obviously Spider-Man has a big, uh, big um, influence on my life. And a lot of it comes from and that. Like, even my gear is like, all my gear is, is different suits from, from my favorite comic books. Mm. I think the most recent gear that I got made, I got the Endgame suit made, but with a Far From Home Spider on it. And the front. And so, it's a it's, it's, it's me, man. I, I, I believe that I am Spider-Man. I believe I'm radioactive, and nobody can tell me otherwise. And they got an issue with it, and they can step into the ring and they come out the hard way. I was going to say, um, yeah, you be doing some moves out there. I would say, what kind of training you do? Because I see you, like, really athletic. And what's your sports background? Um, I played basketball and baseball as a child. Uh, I did boxing when I was uh, younger. But uh, now it's mostly a uh, Marine Corps martial arts program. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Marine Corps martial arts instructor. A lot of the, the ground fighting and the, the striking from the Marine Corps martial arts program, Marine Corps martial arts program, I use that in my wrestling game. And, um, Damn, okay. As far as like that, athleticism and stuff, I do stunts, I do parkour, I, I go to the gym, I work out a lot, I'm a sponsored fitness athlete, I'm a sponsored bang energy athlete, and I, I incorporate all that stuff in man. Just having that, that little bit of extra oomph in me that other people don't have, that radioactive, you know what I'm saying, that radioactive ability, that's really all I, all I can do to explain it. Yeah, I say so. What? People watch me. I don't. I don't get tired. I'm super fast. I'm quick. I'm agile. I'm nimble. I'm fast on my feet, and I get back up. I take a beating. I get back up. I would say. Well, so what are your goals right now for your career? What you working on? Well, I just came. I just came to Texas last week. I, I you know, I was there for Roy SmackDown. I don't know if you see that. Um, I had a tryout match for WWE. Okay. It went really, really well. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's going to be a good match. I saw that. Next week in San Diego, I'm wrestling Peter Avalon. He just got signed by AEW, you know? Last month, I was wrestling a bunch of other guys. In April, I was wrestling Pentagon Jr., you know? Like, all these... All these you know, Stanley Guevara, Ray Horace, Shamita, all these guys that are making a, a, a name that have been making a name for themselves on the independent wrestling team for years. I'm, I'm in the ring with them now. I'm, I'm earning my place to be in the ring with you guys. And my goal is just step in the ring with them, show the world that I belong there, and just continue to work. Continue to defend my championships, win more championships, and travel the world, get as much as possible, 
to get to where I want to be. What advice would you give to anybody listening, one that want to be a wrestler? The only advice you can give them is follow your heart, be true to who you are. There's a lot of things that come into being a wrestler, a lot of sacrifices that have to be made, but I will always say be true to who you are, know who you are, and don't let you know other people stop you from chasing your dreams. Your friends, family, they may laugh at the thought of it, and, and that's cool. If this is what you want to do, be true to that. Don't be afraid to, to get out there and promote yourself. Don't be afraid to, to, to set yourself apart from everybody else who's not where you want to be. Um, I've burned a lot of bridges in wrestling. You know, I've made a lot of friends, made a lot of enemies, whatever the case may be. I stay true to who I am. I've never changed. I never will change. And I'll continue to work my ass off. You, if you're going to come into this business, you know, make sure you get trained by the right people and make sure you stay consistent with that. Make sure you're promoting yourself. You're, you're being professional. And it just work. Work, work, work. Don't talk. You know, I, I had a big mouth when I first started. Now, now I just get my, my weight ability to talk for me. I would say, what kind of sacrifice like you got to make? You were talking about sacrifices. Long drives, you know, like gas filing on your car, car breaking down, still trying to find a way to a show, pushing through injuries. My first, my daughter's first birthday, I had a wrestling show. And we, it was the same day as my birthday party. And I said, it's my, my daughter's my only child at the time, you know, and it's her first birthday. I want to be there. But I have a wrestling show and I can't cancel. So it's like, okay, I show up to my daughter's party. And then like an hour and a half into the party, I, I got to go. I got to go drive this wrestling show now. Her first Halloween, oh, well, her, her first Halloween was actually big enough to like dress in a costume. So I get called the day before Halloween and you need to go be, uh, you know, part of this six-man ladder match for championship. Sorry, baby, I miss your costume, you're good. You know, um, daddy got to go rest. And I miss that Halloween now. It's just a lot, you know. It's a lot of weekends I'm away from my daughter. I'm driving far, jumping on planes, flying across the country, flying, you know, wherever. There's no rest. Losing money, making money, making more money, losing more money. Non-stop sacrifices, putting your body through all this, all these bumps, taking all these strikes, taking all these plans, and you feel it, you know. You, you were saying you acting? Are you already in, in shows and stuff? Uh, acting, yes. So I've been acting for almost six, almost, I've been doing stuff for six months. I've been acting for almost three and a half months. Okay. And I've cool. already done a lot of short films. Um, actually, I just, uh, I just finished a pilot called Showtime called Ombre, where I'm playing like an ice agent. It's uh, the show called Ombre. It hasn't came out yet. The pilot episode is just in pre-production now. And it's for Showtime. I've done a couple of short films where a lot of it requires like stunts, like, like stunt fighting and stuff like that. And I actually just wrote uh, my second short film. This one actually had really good reviews. It's called The Homeless Man. And it's actually IMDb approved. It's on IMDb. It's been getting a lot of reviews, a lot of high, high star ratings where I play a homeless veteran. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good meaning behind it. And it's a lot of action too. And that's, that's my thing, you know, uh, when I first started acting, I was getting typecast as, like, the Playboy player, all the roles that I was getting auditions for were, like, for, like, some Playboy, some douchebag and stuff. And I get it, that's how I look. <laughs> now, you know, I have a creative mind. I have a real creative mind, and so now I'm writing stuff. And, and my fiance, Lauren, she does stuff, too. She's at the Universal Studios Special Effects, so she gets lit on fire, she repels, she fights. So now we're writing stuff together, doing projects together. 
know, making more opportunities, adding to our portfolio, adding to our reels, just to get bigger opportunities when the time comes. All right. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Um, thank you. You know, uh, when it comes to wrestling, you're only as good as the fans think you are. Really. It doesn't matter how good you are in the ring. It doesn't matter how good you are on the mic. If the fans ain't talking about you, if the fans aren't paying to see you, they don't, they're not buying your merch, they're not coming to see you, you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, I just want to thank the fans and friends and family who supported me from the beginning. And if they didn't support me from the beginning, but they support me now, I, I want to thank them too, you know. It's never too late to join the team, so uh, I'm grateful for them. And for the people that are, that are watching my my, my, my my movies, my short films now, coming to see my stuff, stuff, thank you for that as well. The people that are supporting my fiance stuff, she's, she's really big into the stunt game too, and people are supporting her. People that are like buying our, the fitness gear we're sponsored by using our fitness codes at www.morefitapower.com. Discount code LAMLIGHT15, save 50% on fitness gear. Thank you for all you that buy the fitness gear. For the people that have been using my bang energy code, Daniel R25, save 25% of my bang. Thank you for that. I, I'm just grateful for for the team I have. Everybody that's that, that, that just contributing, whether it's a like on Facebook, a comment, a share, a follow, whatever. Coming to a show, buying a shirt, whatever the case may be. If you're supporting or you're sending positive vibes in any type of way, I'm grateful for that. So thank you my daughter. I just got my daughter her workers permit. She's going to start doing commercials and She's going to start doing short films soon on acting. And, and for everybody that's so excited for her for that, and I've been supporting my daughter since this, this, this she came into this world. I'm, I'm thankful for those people as well. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Definitely, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no doubt. You want to turn your social media? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Danny Limelight, D A N N Y L I M E L I T H D. That's it. I'm Danny Limelight all over Twitter, social, uh, Facebook, Snapchat. You can find me there. Thanks for having me, man. I, I can't wait to see what's next. It's the radioactive Danny Limelight, and I'm here on Poe Politicking. It's the year of the spider, and you'll be a fool not to follow the team. The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great. For any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight, go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30 day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and download a free audiobook by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.